those, but nonetheless, we're going to start with verse 22 here. <laughs> but the fruit of the Spirit, right? Love, Love joy, joy, peace, patience, kindness, kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Amen. And all together, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. We always try to do our head, not our hearts. Amen. Praise God. Introductory wise. Amen. Title not walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Not many books made a lasting and impact on the mind, on minds as Paul's letter to the Galatians. Galatians is called the Magna Carta of Christian living. For it maintains only through the grace of God received through faith in Jesus Christ can a person escape the curse of sin and of the law and live a new life. And not in bondage or license, but in a genuine freedom of mind and spirit through the power of God. Now my estimation of what world society is or what it's coming to the fastest and emphatic answer that I can give is the end. According to the overall picture of darkness and curse of this world, it's inevitable. I mean, it's, it's no getting around it. None. The world during Noah's time, amen, was judged and flooded with water. But now it's reserved, for, according to 2 Peter 3, 6 through 7, for fire next time through which the world at that time was destroyed, being flooded with water. But by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. So we as Christians, being sealed with the Spirit, does not exempt men and women of God from troubles or tribulations of life. We've been attacked from within and from without by enemies of the faith. By the time the world, the flesh, and the devil, amen, gets through with us, I mean, sometimes we look like mincemeat. The flesh here is the most formidable foe of all of our enemies. Amen. He is the most formidable. Why would I say that? This enemy is inside of the men and women of God where the other enemies of the faith, the world and the flesh, are not. It's not to say that the flesh is a demon. Amen. That we're possessed with a demon. No, we're not. We're possessed, nonetheless, with the Holy Spirit. Because the scripture says, greater is he that is in who? You. Than he who is in the world. Yeah, you can say me. Yeah. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. So, there's a war going on between the flesh and Satan. We're going to get to that in one of the verses. However, amen, the flesh don't care about the other enemies of the faith. The flesh don't care about the devil. The, the, the flesh don't care about the world. However, you can feed. You don't mind you feeding. 
Amen. And the world can bring a whole lot of things to the flesh. Satan can too. He can fan the flame. Amen. But we as men and women of God, we have to understand this in these last days because it's perilous times right now. And we got to get it together as men and women of God. We can't wait no longer. We got to do it now. Amen. So like I said, being sealed with the Holy Spirit don't get you out of this trouble. Amen. We're all in it together. But God has called us out of this darkness of this world. Amen. As priests, as kings. Amen. To get a job done that whereby before the, the uh, nation of Israel could not do. God said, he came away. I'm going to put you aside and I'm going to come and I'm going to get the job done. And so what he does, he, the body of Christ is what he's using today and that's me and you as believers. The outline, amen, Galatians 5, 16 through 18. Amen, we already read the, the verses. But it says, but I say, verse 16, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Listen, my brothers and sisters, your credentials should be that of Romans 8 and 9, that B part. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to you. He does not belong to me. Amen. You must have the Spirit of Christ to belong to the Lord. The sealing of the Holy Spirit guarantees, however, your inheritance. Amen. Which is the, the, the Spirit we're talking about. He was talking about there in Romans 8 and 9 as a reference. 1 Corinthians 6.19 said, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in us at the point that when we believe that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died. He said in the 14th chapter of John, he said, amen, around the 15th verse, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will send you another comforter who will be with you and will be in you. 1 Corinthians 6.19 states that he's in us. I mean, he has taken up residence in us. He had, he's supposed to have a, a privilege to go anywhere in his temple that he wants to go. Amen. He, he has privilege to go in any part of the temple to cast out some junk that's in our life. He need, we need to get rid of a lot of junk in our life. We need to be convicted by the Spirit, according to 16th chapter of John, of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Now is the time. We can't, we can't stop talking about it no more. All of us got to proclamate this to a sin-cursed, dark world. We got to get it together. I mean, I said, you, we can't be Dr. Doolittle. So I said that before. Do little here, do little there. You got to carry out the desires of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Because you've been bought with a price. I'm, the, I'm God's property. I belong to him. I can't get beside myself to think that I'm my own. Yeah. Or God can't tell me what to do. And still call myself having the spirit of God. Yeah. It don't work like, a, like that. You ain't nothing but a hypocrite if it's like that. Really, if you're a hypocrite, you're really not none of these. Some of us are saved and act hypocritical, and we are born again. But you need to get rid of that. Satan is using that. You're causing people to stumble. 
So if you live according to the law, you depend on the energy of the flesh. Amen. However, you walk according to the spirit, then your life is under his control. He needs to drive you here and drive you there as not as a pilot, but as the driver. I'm, Jesus is my co-pilot thing. Amen. <laughs> Those who live by grace, unmerited favor of God, amen, depend on the power of God. Amen. For to walk in the spirit is to allow him to have his way. In so doing, he causes us to remain in communion with Jesus Christ our Lord. Stofield, a writer, wrote, the problem of Christian life is based on the fact that so long as Christians live in this world, he is, so to speak, like two trees, the old tree of the flesh and the new tree of the divine nature, planted by the new birth. And the problem itself is how to keep barren the old tree and make fruitful the new tree. He said, the problem is solved by walking in the spirit. What do you mean by that? You got a barren tree that's not bearing any fruit. If you're walking in the spirit, guess what? You keep it just like that. Amen. But the tree that is bearing fruit, you walk in the spirit. And you know, he said, it's going to be more. He said, Jesus, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, Amen. You can bear much fruit. Much fruit he's asking for. Grow up in your faith. Amen. Become more mature. Amen. Study the word of God. Get into it. It's going to make you strong in these last days. Satan, like I said, Satan is busy. He has sharpened his teeth even more so because he sees his day coming. Amen. He sees his day coming. Amen. Verse 17, for the flesh sets its desires against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. Amen. For these are in opposition to one another. That you may not do the things that you please. Amen. The flesh wants you to get over here. Amen. And do these particular things. But the spirit said, oh, no, 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 son. Oh, I don't want to. But the spirit said, don't listen to him. Listen to me. Remember that cartoon where the angel was on one shoulder and the devil was on the other one? Amen. One of them was pulling you this way. The other one was pulling up you this way. Amen. That's, that's a true statement. That's a true thing. Amen. Because it's a war that's going on the inside. Amen. Are you Sugar Ray Leonard? Are you um, Floyd Mayweather? It's a fight just like that. And sometimes we're going to come out of that fight as men and women of God, black and blue. Amen. We ain't going to win it or we fight. We're not. He's in us. Amen. He's in our thought pattern. Amen. Our thought pattern comes out and it manifests itself in the things that we try to do physically. Amen. And when they start coming out of you, they say, I knew it. I knew it because he's not inside of you. That mind, that flesh on the inside brought that out of the men and women of God. 
And Satan said, yep, I know what I need to do with him or her now. Amen. I'm going to bring this into his life. I'm going to bring this into her life. Amen. Which are sin. And he's going to bring some sin into your life. Amen. We need to listen to that. So, the problem is solved. Amen. We can't let these trees, we're only the one to bear the fruit. Amen. So this particular verse reminds me of where Paul was fighting, amen, with the flesh. Remember that? Amen. This was one of the most powerful brethren. By the fact, he wrote Galatians. But in the book of Romans, the seventh chapter, we find him struggling with conflict. Amen. He was fighting. This thing, this thing. He was warring. Amen. He said, when I want to do right, evil is always. So I, I want to say this, amen, I mean, we got some pretty good scholars in here, amen, people I think are walking pretty good, amen, but can I see a hand that say that uh, it ain't going to happen to me, I do not see any hands, because it happens to the best of us, and we all are working what? Progress. Paul couldn't do it, then you can't either. Amen. So he said he found a principle at work in him. Amen. He found a principle at work in his life, striving against the new nature, right? Making him captive to indwelling sin and wondering who could deliver him from this body of death. Well, he said, thank you, the 25th verse. For our Lord Jesus Christ, he is able, amen, well able to deliver us. And keep us from what? Ball. Yeah. Amen. He is. But one writer said this. God could have removed, amen, the fleshly nature from the believers at the time of their conversion. Mm -hmm. But he did not choose to do so. Why did he not choose to do so? He wanted to keep them continually reminded of their own weakness. Amen. To keep them continually dependent on Christ, the priest. They're high priests, right? And happy. Instead of removing the old nature, God gave us his own Holy Spirit to indwell us. God's spirit and our flesh are perpetually at war. And we'll continue to be at war until we're taken home to heaven. The believer's part in the conflict is to yield to the spirit. Yield not to temptation. Though we're still incarcerated in unredeemed humanness. Amen. The flesh no longer controls the whole believer as an unbeliever. Unbeliever is com completely Satan's child. The songwriter says there's a war going on. And if you want to win, you got to make sure that Jesus for the Holy Spirit is down within. But if you're led by the Spirit, verse 18, you're not under the law. Those who led by the Spirit, this means to be lifted above flesh and to be occupied with the Lord. When one is so occupied, he is not thinking of the law of death or the flesh. 
One writer said the solution is not to pit our will against the flesh, but to surrender our will to the Holy Spirit. He said the verse literally means this, but if you are willing to be, to be led by the Spirit, right, then you are under the law. Oh, amen. If, you are, if you are not willing to be led, then you are under the law. He said as well, the Holy Spirit writes God's laws on our hearts according to Hebrews 10, 14, 17. When we got saved, he wrote the law on our hearts. Amen. But we find in, in uh, uh, Romans, the second chapter, this just came to me. He said that uh, uh, in regards to uh, sin, amen, if you didn't have the law and in the, in the, in those requirements, Romans 2, he said, then you're, uh, uh, you're inexcusable. Uh, uh, you're, uh, he said, uh, you won't be accused. You're excused. You're excused from uh, uh, the penalty. There's not a soul on the face of the earth that's like that. Amen. You can't say, well, Jesus, Jesus did not have a sin nature. Amen. So not another soul on the face of this earth Amen. Amen. It's exempt. Amen. There's no excuse for your lifestyle that you live down here. But what about Miss Polly Pureheart down the street? She always gives the little kids candy and cookies. And she's so sweet. She asks how your day been and all of that. But you know what? When somebody came to her with the word, with, with, with uh, 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 an invitation to accept Jesus Christ as a Savior, oh, honey, I, I don't need that. I, I can do this all by myself. I can look at Joel Osteen on TV. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, somebody. <laughs> That's just me. I don't like Joel Osteen. Because he's not proclamating right. And if you're not proclamating right, I'm calling you on the carpet. And I think all of us should do that as believers. But being led of the Spirit, I should never call nobody's name. Woo! Being led by the Spirit and walking by the Spirit, I opposites of yielding to the desires of the flesh. Amen. We don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. Amen. Quench means that you're quenching out a fire here that's going on. And you don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. He's mad at you. Because as a believer, he, you can't grieve and quench the Holy Spirit if you, don't, if you don't know the Lord. But knowing the Lord, you can do that. How do you do that? You ain't going to study. You rather put TV first and all these other itch things? Amen. You can do a whole lot of things like that. Amen. Amen. And so, you, you, so you won't do the thing. So the Holy Spirit is fighting you over here with the flesh. So you won't do what you want to do. Amen. But being led by the Spirit and walking through our opposites, yielding, of yielding to the desires of the flesh. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness. Amen. That's verse 22 only. 
it's, it's two more, but Paul here lists the virtue of the Holy Spirit, which produces fruit within the lives of the children of God. Amen. This list begins with three basic qualities, love, joy, peace. Amen. Love unites us with God. And others, due to the Spirit's work in our hearts, according to Romans 5, 5, says, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God, right, has been poured out, and with, out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. Then we see joy here. Joy is an emotion that can be experienced even in the, the midst of depressing circumstances. We see Romans 8, 28. All things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose. And we know that God causes all things to work together, right? Nehemiah 18 says, do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. And that weeping may endure for a night, right? But the joy of the Lord comes in the morning. Amen. Closely related to joy, my brothers and sisters, is the serenity we have in heart and mind because of what we have in Christ. Romans 5 and 1. They therefore haven't been justified by faith. Amen. We have peace with God. We have peace of God. He said, but wait a minute, brothers. Uh, we mean got peace uh, with God. I'm not, I'm not at war with God. And you know what I tell him? I said, brother, yeah, so right. You're not at war with God. God is at war with you. Amen. He's at war with you. You better get dizzy and try to get the peace of God and the peace with God. Because we had enmity with him. And we find that out in Romans 8, uh, the first chapter around the 18th verse. Amen. He said the wrath of God is coming against all forms and all kinds of ungodliness down here. Amen. It's a melting pot of nastiness on the face of this earth. And he's coming against it. Amen. He don't want his masterpiece of a creation to be all entangled in the mire and the muck of sin on the face of this earth. And he wants to deal with that. Amen. So we, uh, uh, the next three qualities affect the spirit of our social relationships. Okay. Amen. Uh, they are long-suffering, gentleness. Excuse me just for a moment. They are long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Long-suffering, amen, is extended patience with others. Amen. I, I think all of us got a last nerve. It's somewhere. Amen. It's some, and guess who else have a long, long uh, last nerve? God. Long-suffering is not eternal. It's going to come to a point. It may be in the next second. It may be in the next minute. Oh, I got plenty of time. Excuse me? Oh, long-suffering. Amen. They, they, they are, his brother is patience. Amen. And he, his patience may run out, and then if his patience run out, amen, the last, you done stepped on that last nerve. And sometimes, you know, amen, we got to be careful as men and women of God. Amen. Really careful because some things that we do that we may think is right in regards to protection. In regards to protection. 
Amen. I said, it's my pop sister that I have. I got a pop sister. And I, and, and just, it's a just in case pop sister. Amen. A just in case pop sister. What am I? Amen. You mean to tell me you're going to give somebody a popsicle? Now, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. You do. Amen. I don't want to hurt nobody, so I'm a vet. So, popsicle, you follow me now? But mighty to the pulling down of strong. It's not the sword of the spirit, I tell you that. It's, it is, though, but I'm talking about in the natural, in the kernel, in the kernel. And I don't want to hurt anybody. Amen. Because he said, if you don't protect your family, you're worse than a infidel. And there's varieties of the ways that you can protect your family. Amen. And I'm not going to be naive or anything. But uh, it, it will. I ain't gonna say it will. But uh, the, I don't know how it's gonna happen. We ain't like I said, it's perilous times out here. They don't care about nothing. They don't care about your children. They don't care about you. I mean, when you have to gas, it's come on, let me go real somewhere. Amen. But uh, uh, we are justified by, by faith, and we have peace with God, Jesus Christ. And uh, the, like I said, the long you got the long suffering, you got the gentleness, and you got goodness. Amen. Those who have been chosen by God, holy and beloved, put our hearts. He has put on our hearts compassion. Amen. And gentleness and patience. And I told her last year, I said, I am not picking up anybody off the street anymore. What did I do? Uh, last week. It was cold last week. And I was at the gas station and uh brother came and asked me, he said, uh um this is the bus stop. And uh man, it had to be back with the wind blowing, it had to be back five degrees. And he came in there with a windbreaker on. He had no hat on and he had on some some windbreaker pants. <laughs> and he was where's the bus stop this time was in the coat trying to keep warm but he had to do something at the cash register because he was buying oh yeah some cigarettes so I went on and paid for my gas and then I left right there I told him where the bus stop was guess what was pounding me when I got a mile down the road man you better turn around and go and help this brother that was in my head, and I couldn't resist. I turned around, and I went back, and he, I just saw him going into General, Dollar General store. And I went in there, and uh, he was at the cash register already. And I said, Madam, whatever he's getting, I'll pay for it. And so I paid for whatever that was. And then after that, I said, Man, I said, can I take you across the street to Salvation Army right here? And buy you a coat. Put him in the ride. We went just across the street. And uh, I bought him a hoodie. 
bought him a toboggan, and I bought him a jacket. For nine, all of it was for just $9. And so I said, well, where are you going from here? Well, so you can down the street. It's about a mile. And I dropped him up because that was going in the direction of home. And so uh, naturally, he asked me for $5 when he got out and pulled down the path. <laughs> so I gave him that, you know. I said, Jason, Jaden, Jaden. I said, what's your name? I asked him what his name is, Jaden. I just gave him an invitation to the Lord then, you know. I shared my faith a little bit with him. And, yeah, 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 but my mom and them, yeah, they all that, and they don't, they don't like me. And I asked him, where did he live? He was homeless. He had nothing. Compassion, my brothers and sisters. Compassion. Kindness, right? Amen. Humility. Amen. Gentleness. Patience. Amen. Forgiving one another. Amen. Whoever has a complaint against anyone. Amen. As the Lord forgive you, forgive them. When I got saved, I looked around the park and see, I know where I came from. Amen. I know where they are. And I see the need. Gentleness and kindness of the heart reaches out with grace to help others. And that's what I was calling myself doing. Goodness is the moral, spiritual excellence that pervades all that a believer needs. Verse 23 in closing. The last three virtues mentioned are faith, meekness, and temperance. Faith in this particular context refers to fidelity or faithfulness. Meekness is gentleness. And they were saying that meekness is God's power under control, right? Amen. It is opposite of showing outbursts of anger. And uh, you can't tell me that you ain't never shouted out there and you was wrong. Am I right, Jack? Oh, I ain't even that. Temperance is self-control. And you have it, you have it under, under control. Amen. It's part of the fruit of spirit, right? The law is not contrary, amen, to the fruit of the, of the spirit. Amen. The law is wants you to do that. I, I meant to say not contrary, but contrary to the fruit of the spirit. The law wants you to do that. The law wants you to, uh, to stand your ground. The law wants you to, to haul off on somebody with your fist. The fruit of the, of, of the spirit fulfills the morality of the law. It is appropriate that when love or agape love, agape love is, you know, you got this, you got the several uh, love, agape, filio, eros, and soge, yeah, soge love. You got those love, but agape love is the love of God. And this is what this, this, that we need to share because God so loved agape, the world that he gave Jesus so it's a giving love that we're supposed to have as men and women of God. Another thing we have to do is understand that the fruit of the Spirit has, has to do with character. Character and to distinguish the gift of the Spirit, which is salvation, and the gift of the Spirit being service. Amen. John 1, 4, which says, 1, 4 and 8, which says, one who does not love does not know God. Amen. For God is love. Therefore, the greatest of the Christian qualities is love, 1 Corinthians 13. Love, joy, peace, the greatest of these is love, right? Love, faith, hope, and love. Love is the greatest. 
Amen. Verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions, desires. Amen. We walk by the, we live by the Spirit. But check this out. All the fruits of the Spirit have to be exemplified in our daily, daily life. We have to walk, love, love, everything from love stems. It didn't say grace and mercy in there. It didn't say holiness in there. But love, all of that stems from the love of God. And we, are, we have been empowered by God's Holy Spirit, amen, to share this, to live this. This is my makeup. It's not something that I did in regards to my own work that shows that I have the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, uh, 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 self-control, the nine virtues. This makes up the men and women of God in regards to our our character. We live like this in these last days. And when people see you, Matthew 5, 16, 10 says, let your what? Amen. That's the fruit of the Spirit. The light of the Lord that's in your life. So I beg you, my brothers and sisters, in closing, amen, walk by the Spirit and not by the flesh. Because it's so easy with that war going on. But the more you stay in this, the unadulterated word of God. Amen. You can live the way God says that you're supposed to live. What's wrong with that? Oh, I can I, I know where I came from. I don't want to go there no more. Amen. It's been 42 years. Don't get me wrong, it's been sometimes a desire to do certain things. This right here. Keep me on the straight and narrow. And it keeps me on the straight and narrow. Pray my sentence.